0: Hello everyone, welcome to Hockey Track Chats. I am host today Francisco and we will be discussing several aspects of the student's life at different stages in college and what families can do to support their students. I am here with
1: Trent Fox, I'm a second year computer engineering student here at Tech and I'm a NSFP intern on the marketing track.
2: I'm Walt, I'm a third year clinical neuroscience major and I'm an undergrad office assistant at NSFP.
0: I am a second year, a sophomore student in industrial systems engineering and I am a NSP, NSFP intern in the programming track. And uh, alright, let's get into this episode of Hokey Track Chats. We're gonna cover today uh, navigating the college structure and uh, advising. What has been the major learning experience for us up to this point in school? Some study tips, and um, what parents can do to help draw out success in their students. So starting with navigating college infrastructure and advising, let's start off with choosing majors. Wow, well, what made you choose neuroscience? Like, what what drove you to do that?
2: I initially started with biology and I found that bio was really broad for what I was interested in. I've always really been interested in the brain and why it functions and tech has a perfect neuroscience program for that. So I decided to switch into the neuroscience program. It's also really good for anyone interested in the pre-med track.
0: Going a little bit into uh, Virginia Tech's I want to say most known majors engineering Uh, me and Trent are engineers and Trent uh, what made you choose uh, electrical right
1: no computer computer, computer close, you... close but no uh, so engineering obviously, this school is so well known for engineering going in I knew I wanted to do a computer um, I was thinking about doing computer science but I switched from that wanted to do more hardware because there's just so many options and even within computer engineering there are seven different sub majors um, within that that you can choose, so you can get really specific. So that's why I wanted to go with computer engineering. Nice, um, well what
0: about choosing classes? I know that's a mm. very uh, tedious tedious topic <laughs> among freshmen and incoming students. What would you say, yeah. how has your experience been
1: on uh, choosing I classes? I don't think I've ever gotten a single class that I actually, no, I, I've gotten them but I haven't gotten the right time slots. So you just gotta be patient and work with what you get, in my experience at least.
2: with the way tech does class selection is um, you will kind of get you will eventually take what you need to take it just might not be in the order you're initially presented at Um, it's sort of it's a computer system that assigns you to classes so you'll put in the course request and then you'll either um, you'll get what you need or you'll get to take it eventually Um, typically you're assisted by an advisor and the process is pretty straightforward. It's Yeah, it's a straightforward, straightforward
1: process. Way. Yeah, It's just getting the classes that you need. And, and yeah, you're right, eventually you will get them. And engineering, going into your first year, you're basically guaranteed to get into the intro engineering courses, as long as you declare general and then,
2: engineering. Um, with other college of science, with college of science majors, and probably all but engineering, um, the path is pretty linear, so there's not much backwards competition. So as you progi- uh, progress down that path um, it gets easier to get into those classes and with most College of Science majors you're not really taking a like major specific course until your second or third semester so they typically have enough seats in those intro level classes to accommodate for um, those people.
0: Um, we have some we're gonna touch on advising I just want to Give my two cents on what you yeah. guys said. Uh, and it's going to tie in with advising. I think that whether you don't know what major you want to do, you know, for any incoming freshman, in choosing classes, I would say your best way to go is just email your advisor. They know a lot. They can help you. Set up a time to meet with them in Zoom. They have appointments. I know my advisor my first year was wonderful, Miss Jessica Elmore. She always helped me with everything. She always looked out for me when choosing classes, and... If you're really stuck like really emailing them is the best thing you can do and that would that will literally help you all the way and um, I don't know what, what uh what has been your experience with advisors?
1: I neglected them a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I met with my computer engineering advisor for the first time this year um, that this entire school year uh, just about a month ago. Don't so, do that don't no <laughs> I'm, a I'm a bad advisor. example I'm a bad example. Meet with those you Meet with straight them away. Uh, before you get your specific major advisor. Meet with, meet with them as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm a bad example, uh, so I can't really talk on how much they help. But the one time, I, the, the most recent time, is very helpful. I, I, I understood how to change my major from computer engineering to one of those sub engineering majors, chip scale.
2: Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's pretty great because their job is to uh, help you, help mm-hmm. guide you. Um, they're kind of, it's almost the first person the I email is my advisor if I have any questions or concerns. Like, okay, what should I do about this? What should I do about that? Um, I kinda wanna take this class, but I also wanna take this class. Um, How can I move all of this around? Um, And some advisors, are not all advisors are the same, but my advisor experience is always like, how are you doing? So it's a kind of like a wellness, uh, well-being check-in first, uh, and then moving on um, from there kind of talking more academically and how you're doing. They're also, um, I don't know if any other pre-professional programs have this, but Virginia Tech has health professions advising and they help guide you to whatever um, health profession career you're interested in. So they're very knowledgeable in the um, pre-med path, pre-PT, pre-PA, and um, I highly recommend meeting with them a couple times as you progress, you can figure out if you're meeting the pre uh, the prereqs and the requirements for, for example, med school. Are you taking your organic chemistries? How are you performing in those? And what's your likelihood of um, your applications? They also do mock interviews and other things like that. So I highly recommend, if you are considering uh, pre-health pathway, meeting with them.
1: I didn't even know we had that sort
2: of thing. So yeah. Um, I also
0: use that. Well I'll say this from the career and professional development center. You can just Google them and it'll show you a lot of their information. They do a lot of that. Basically
2: you can you have a lot of advisors at V T. You have uh, you know your academic advisor that can help you choose classes,
0: decide what you want to go into major. But then you also have career advisors and uh, they basically help you define what you wanna do, where you wanna work, they help you get internships. So Whichever one it is, you should honestly look into both if you're a new student, incoming student, even if you're a current student. And uh, more than that, VT has the resources
1: and it's just up to you to really take advantage of it. One of those being the Student Success Center. They've helped me write my resume like three times now.
2: So, yeah, there's also a writing center, the financial aid office, all these.
1: Even though it's like outside of the realm of technically advising, Mm -hmm. it's very much informative.
0: In short, if you're an incoming student or current student you need help with something vt probably vt 99 p- percent sure has it You email your advisor hey how could i get help to find an internship boom they'll direct you to career and professional developments. we even have nutritionists that can help you find a diet we have everything uh going into a bit of pathways i know that those can be um annoying especially since i i haven't taken pathways in one whole year (laughs) i (laughs) I didn't take three next semester no galileo is
1: technically a pathway yeah one but yeah. but yeah so francisco and i are both in the galileo llc yeah i was at one point
0: for those of you engineers who are going to live in galileo there's a one credit class it's not bad at all as long as you do the work um and from what Trent tells me, it counts as a pathway. Pathway. It does. It does. But it's a pathways own. to. Is it an FYE
2: course as yeah. well? Yeah. First year experience yeah. course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, but, it counts um, as a few things.
1: It's one of those classes like engineering 101 where it, it has double uh, physics is the same or chemistry as But uh, yeah, pathways itself, for those of you who don't know, is the um kind of
0: general education requirements that VT requires you to take. So you have to take like an R class. You have to take like a, psycho- not a psychology class, but um... Humanities.
2: Humanity class. Math, yeah, we'll um, a yeah, language.
1: Math. I think language is a part like, of paten- the... You can, the language, is part.
2: I know language typically counts if you took it in high in, school. If you took language in high school, school, that
0: counts, yes. Um,
2: but it, it typically depends, like math, chemistry, mm-hmm. sciences. Um, and depending on your major, you'll automatically fulfill some of those pathways. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, Pathways are sort of one of those necessary evils. Um, <laughs> a lot of professional, um, a lot of professionals like to see that uh, you have a well-rounded education. A and Renaissance me. <laughs> right? You understand more than just your focus of field. So, um, yeah, you you got your degree in science, but what else do you know? Obviously, you understand science. You have your bachelor's of science, but. What else did you get out of your yeah. time? Yeah. What did you take advantage of?
0: That's what the path was for. Yes. Yeah. Uh, going into a little bit of major restricted classes, um, mm. what do you guys know about that?
2: As you raise, in, as you get higher in your education, because I'll be starting my fourth year here in the fall, um, the restricted classes kind of come down to no one else really, no one else outside of that major needs to be taking that course because it is so outside of the scope of their degree. Um, Typically, a restricted course has a basic course that anyone can take. And I don't mean basic as simple, I mean basic more as in um, the restricted electives in those classes typically require a large foundation from previous courses that a student would have taken. Um, Trying to think of an example here, but uh, from the neuroscience- Like math, uh, Math
0: 1225 those um, for for engineers they take 1225 but there is a non-engineering version right, right? Um,
2: yeah. uh, anyone can take those courses but that's kind of the the gist of it is um they're, they're just classes that are sort of outside the scope of people who aren't that major yeah. Yeah. next yeah, uh so. working while
0: well taking classes that's a big one yeah. i know a lot of people here be they work <laughs> while taking classes whether you work at dining rec sports uh, squires, you know, what what what's your experience working here? We we're all, all taking classes. Yeah,
1: we're we're all taking classes while also all working, and it's just been a balance. Uh, I spend most of my days, at least for this entire semester, it was 8 a.m. to five every single day on campus, and I would just kind of alternate between doing schoolwork and work work, and it's worked for me. Uh, I just go home and continue to do homework, <laughs> and it just never stops. But that's the life.
2: Um, Virginia Tech has a lot of, um, I don't want to say restrictions, but they kind of regulate the amount you're allowed to work and that's sort of their way to make sure you are focused on why you're here. At the end of the day you are here to be a student um, and I think the university really respects that in their employment opportunities. Um, I can't speak for off-campus jobs, but at least I highly recommend If need be getting a campus job over an off-campus
1: job and even even working dining a lot of the times you can if you have a project or anything that's stressing you out you could just call out they do give you a certain number of call-out days but that isn't necessarily constant uh, circumstances are circumstances
0: Yeah, yeah I mean working while taking classes well while it is hard you know nobody will contradict that it's definitely doable you just need to have to good time management skills. Mm -hmm. And um, also, um, yeah, time management skills are basically everything while working, while taking classes. Um, Next, a really, really important one. What has been a major learning experience for you up to this point in school? Let's
2: start with Walt. Oh wow, I've taken so many classes. (laughs) Um, I took a service learning course um, where we were in uh, Floyd Elementary Teaching first graders basic coding techniques. Um, and it really sort of broadened my lens to different portions of education. Um, and it, yeah, so it's the fact that I'm here studying. I took a course that was almost completely the opposite of a traditional college course. And it really taught me that uh, learning does not have to be textbook, lecture, yeah. notes, flashcards. Um, quiz test grade. It can be you're going out doing a service, reflecting on it, getting a grade back. That has been one of the the most meaningful learning experiences I've had. For me, I think it was
1: understanding that to be successful after college and to get internships and that sort of thing. You can't just go to class and do the work and get things done. You have to go out of your way, meet people, go to these internship fairs, go to these expos, all the sort of helpful tools that tech gives you all over the place and all the opportunities and take advantage of as many of those as possible um, because that will really help you secure an internship. Like just knowing people, getting a network out there, spending your entire day on LinkedIn. Like, (laughs) it's a... it works it works it really does Uh,
2: I completely agree (laughs) networking is so important to being successful inside and outside of college whether that's going to office hours with a uh, with a professor or um, meeting with that advisor kind of like we have talked Mm -hmm. about I would say uh, my
0: major learning experience it was definitely you need to be continuously doing work continuously you know working on something it's good to take time off, but don't just procrastinate after after you're done with class. You know, change things, you know, do schoolwork, then go to work. Then, uh, you know, do, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know, we get LinkedIn learning for free. <laughs> and you can do courses there and get certificates. So that's a pretty good tool. It puts you out there in the market. And, uh, yeah, like these guys said, networking is really everything. Networking helps you a lot. I um, landed my internship through networking. Um... And networking is really everything. Uh, and yeah, study tips. Ooh, I don't really study. You, <laughs> you don't study probably should
2: I recommend a couple things. Um, one, finding a group of people yeah. who are in one. your classes. Yes. Um, especially as you get deeper into your courses, you're gonna see a lot of overlap. You're gonna see a yeah. lot of people, um,
1: you get to a point where you just can't Google things. You have to like yeah. talk to um, people or also I, learn
2: I, yeah. I joke about that all the time. Is I'll Google something and a article will pop up, like a journal article. Yeah. It's like, oh, recently discovered. The journal, the journal article will have like 20, 2019 or something. I'm like, I learned about this yesterday. Yeah. This article was published two years ago. Um, yeah. You'll, yeah, you're gonna get to the point. Hopefully, um, I think that's I'm the most exciting. Being optimistic thing. here, we're gonna help people. You know. um, I, I, I really hope that your education gets to the point where you can't Google something because that's truly when you are becoming an expert to where you're learning. But finding people uh, – anyway, finding people who are sit next to you in every class. There, there have been people who have probably sat in me with the class since day one that I've never talked to. And that's probably, like, a huge thing that I wish I did differently um, was, yeah, just find people, go to office hours, ask for help. Do not throw the ego out the window. Ask yeah, for help. Yeah, just go to office hours. <laughs> Ask hours, for help.
1: So. Office hours are very helpful. Ninety-nine percent of teachers will be more than willing to just yeah like give you all their notes and talk your ear mm-hmm. off for hours about stuff. So in a oh, good way, in a good way.
0: I would say my biggest studying tip is
1: definitely don't think that
0: you can study for eight hours. Yeah. Because you really can't. You have to take breaks. You have to take breaks. And more than that, like I luckily. I don't think it's luckily. I think it's because I planned. I have not had to pull an all-nighter. Yeah, ever. you should never. You should never. Have realistically, to. It it is your time required. management is to the point where right. you can't, where you have to pull an all. I know that's a lot of fault. kids if, that had to yeah. pull all-nighters just because oh I forgot I had to do this. It's like yeah. one of my biggest pieces of advice when doing assignments, maybe studying, maybe comes for studying, is if you have see some, if you see something that's do on a Friday and it's Wednesday, then try to do it Thursday. That way, when it's Wednesday, Friday, you can do assignments that are due Saturday or Monday. So, you know, always work ahead, you know, always work a day in advance. Yeah. If you can, work two days in advance, because that way, Buffer. you will never be caught up with deadlines. And uh, you should not have to take an all-nighter. If you're going to study, wake up at around 10, 11, you know, get at least 7, 8 hours, study 2, 3 hours, take a break, go eat, go
1: outside. Don't play video games. Go outside, like, get air you need air on your brain virginia tech is
2: really nice for getting yeah
1: something i know. studying on a dead brain is way worse than not studying and just like coming back to it later like give it time give it some time to settle let it breathe it's not all about just like head to the pavement just keep going like you gotta just let things simmer
2: yeah definitely make sure you are not stuck in that sort of study limbo Take breaks. um, Go get a snack. um, Walk around. Get out of whatever building you're studying in. That's true. Get out of Torg for five seconds, (laughs) please. Leave Torg. Leave the library. Um, I'm sure the air in there is not great. Yeah, and I need seats. Move. I need a seat. Yeah.
1: Another
0: another great tip is um, instead of really studying everything like two weeks before the test or a week. Try to study a little bit every day. It's kind of hard because all the stuff you have to do and then mm-hmm. studying is not the same as doing assignments because right. there, there's no completion point. Only you can realize how much you study. But I would say just reviewing homeworks or reviewing the, the notes from last week, the next week would help you a lot because yeah. you're always remembering what to do. And in your brain, after a while, it just sticks in there. You know, you remember because you start like every single day. It's like when you look at your phone every single day, you know, you start to remember what you look at. Yeah. So
2: read the textbook. It's really annoying to say, but, uh, Cheesy. read the textbook. It do be, it do um, sometimes like the, the higher my classes get, the, the more I progress through these classes, the more vital the textbook becomes. So if you can figure out how to read some of these intro textbooks, then your life is going to be so much easier. Um, I'm not going to say I'm perfect at reading the textbook, but if you're ever confused consult the textbook, And if there's not a textbook,
1: then ask
2: the professor or the TA, Mm. there's a TA. Or
1: reference manuals, a lot of, like if if you're working with, um, this is very specific to computer engineering, um, but I guess mechanical and other majors like that would work with it. But if you're working with a piece of hardware, there's going to be specific documentation on that piece of hardware. And I'm sure that um, also probably goes into something with Neuro. I'm sure there's manuals on how to use certain Um, machines and
2: yeah, we're typically yeah, when we're given maybe. a lab manual for anything, it tells you how to work yeah. the machine. Um, that goes for the chem labs, for the bio labs, the o- yep. chem physics labs, labs. Physics, physics labs. They'll teach. Yeah. Well, there will be instructions on how to use yeah. Yeah. the stuff you need. Um, and then ask questions. Uh, like I said, like I said before, don't be afraid to ask questions. You're here to learn. Going into uh, what parents, you know, parents
0: out there can do to help or draw success in us is uh be supportive in several ways i mean what i can think of is like you know check in on us i know i had to check in with my parents they didn't really call me um yeah my roommate was different his parents called him more i my parents never called me i had to call mine um, be supportive uh instead of letting go let them grow so instead of us instead of telling us that You know you miss us or something you know give us encouragement send us some encouragement messages trust me it goes a long way when you wake up and you see that hey i hope you had a great day today i hope you bang it out Mm -hmm. um parents keep out keep an eye out on the Hokie family hub for opportunity for students you know if you see something that you think your kid could benefit from send us a message call us bother us because you know it is going to help us and um also gives us space you know if, if we struggle if we get a c on a test don't really lash out on us. It's gonna happen. It's something normal. At the end of the day, what matters is that
1: we bounce back and we keep going. Just set healthy boundaries with your you and your student. Honestly, you can set up a call schedule and grade expectations and all these things, but just don't end up being a cage around them. Don't end up being another stress on top of their life. Um, be there, be supportive, and be happy that they are going into greatness, hopefully after college. Yeah,
2: it's, a, it's quite an accomplishment to be here, and if they're here, they've worked to get here. Yeah. And um, I'd just say, like, this is really the place where um, your student is gonna start finding themselves and really starting to learn more about themselves and their interests and what they're good at. And it's hard to figure out um, what you can do on your own when you are sort of trapped in a box so definitely i recommend the phone schedule the call schedule that's something i set up with my parents where was like okay text or call at least once a week that kind of turned into um uh, what every two weeks due to scheduling sometimes and then now um i regularly check in with my family um also students always remember
0: your parents want you here your parents love you and call them, call your grandmother, call your sister. (laughs) It goes a long way for you, but it probably goes even a longer way for them. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope um, you guys learned something from this episode of Hokie Track Chats. As students, we hope that you have taken away some knowledge that you can apply moving forward. Whether you're a new student, current student, parents, you know, I hope you have learned some new methods and ways to approach uh, letting your students go to college. And thank you to everyone listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of Hokey Track Chats. Thank you.
2: Hokie Track Chats is brought to you by New Student Family Programs at Virginia Tech. For more frequent updates, follow us on social media, at Hokies on Track, on Facebook or Instagram. If you are not already, join the Hokie Family Hub, which can be found at our website, students.vt.edu forward slash transition. Music is Sun Say Yes by J.L. Brock. Editing software is Audition.